Hey, one, two, one, two, coming through. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. I'm your host, Kia Orion. I'm the man who is obsessed with making out music and teaching you how to make your own. And you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. This is going to be episode two of a new series for Creative Contact that I'm rolling out um, where we're trying a little bit of a different um, format for these. If you're curious about what that is, what that entails, you can peep the episode right before this where I kind of broke it all down. Um, But I wanted to dive into more of a structured show where it actually has segments. And this isn't going to be super structured because it's still Kia, so it's going to be pretty uh, much, um, you know, it's still the Kia vibe shooting from the hip and letting you guys know what's going on in my life. But rather than just shifting from the Beat School podcast, if you're interested in just beats, you can peep that. Or being just life updates with the Creative Contact, what I was doing, I want to kind of combine them both here in Creative Contact, have it be more... um, me kind of working through these different ideas that I'm having and different breakthroughs that I'm having as well as uh, some Q&A stuff at the end as well. So before it was just all Q&A and then with the creative contact, I was kind of doing some like life update stuff. I figured it'd be cool to kind of, my favorite podcasts are a little bit of both. So I figured why not just do them myself. Also, if you hear dogs barking in the background, uh, I moved into a new apartment. So if you're tuning on video, welcome. This is the new crib. Yep, we got them. Uh, I'm currently in Mexico City, so uh, I was here for a lot of the last month, for most of April, and then I went on um, a vacation with my mom, and that's what I'm going to dive into here in a little bit, and then came back, and I'll be in Mexico City again uh, this month. So I'm excited to lock into uh, CDMX for a month and um, get after it. So that said... um, Let's jump into this stuff. So first of all, I want to just talk about some personal things, what's going on, where I've been at, um, and kind of what I've been working working on breaking through, breaking down. Also, let me see if I can close these windows. Let's see if that helps. Get out of here, dogs. All right, I think that might do the trick. Awfully yappy. Okay. So in terms of the vacation and everything like that with mom, it was all good. Uh, Every few years, my mom will come visit me, depending on where I'm at in the world. Last time, she came to visit me in Thailand. This time, uh, she came down to Mexico, and I wanted to show her a good time down here. So what we decided to do was go to a few different places. She wanted to get some beach action, and I love the beach, but she also is into like handmade goods and like... Just, you know, the kind of beautiful, quintessential, uh, small Mexican towns, Mexican cities. And so I wanted to also show her Oaxaca. And so that's what we did. We started in Oaxaca. And then it was a bit of an adventure because the the original plan was we were supposed to go from Oaxaca and then for a, a week or so, maybe five, six days, and then take a flight to um, Puerto Vallarta. Uh, and then in Puerto Vallarta that's where we're going to have our beach time. But what ended up happening was we spent maybe three, four days in Oaxaca and it was great, had a blast. But then the day that we went to leave from Oaxaca, uh, protesters took over the airport. So that was a little bit of an unexpected um, wrench in the plan, so to speak. So we ended up staying that day. We drove to the airport. We had everything ready to go. The protester took over the flight got canceled and so we stayed in Oaxaca that night and the next day um then tried to hop on a bus to Mexico City because all those buses were being taken up 
really fast because everybody was trying to get out of Oaxaca was who couldn't now through a flight was then taking a bus and so we took this long bus trip it was a beautiful bus trip but it was long we got into Mexico City late at night stayed that night and then the next morning um, left and finally got a flight to Puerto Vallarta when we landed in PV um, we then went out to this small town called Sayulita that I wanted to show mom because uh, Puerto Vallarta is a little bit bigger it has a little bit more kind of some touristy action going on which is really cool but uh, for mom, I wanted to show her like that, like low key kind of Mexican beach vibe. So we did Sayulita for a few days. That was fun. And then ended, um, ended up our last night in Puerto Vallarta. So we finally made it there. It felt like just, I don't know, felt like some more of the ring shit, dude. It was like we were out there taking buses, taking play. It was just, it was an adventure to say the least, but we ate a lot of tacos, lots of good guac. Mom is just a rock star. I felt like we, we did a really good job of rolling with the punches. And that's some stuff that I want to talk to you guys about today too. It's just kind of like some ideas that I've been, I've been toying with recently, some discoveries, some breakthroughs, and these ideas about how you can only control what you can control and to work with, um, you know, whatever life gives you and making the most of it rather than trying to completely control everything in your environment, other people, all of that stuff. And so it was just really, uh, it was nice having some curveballs thrown in there and seeing how we dealt with it. I thought we did a great job. Shout out to mom, um, handling those. And just really, even though it was not the adventure that we had anticipated or planned by any means, we lost maybe three, four days to the shenanigans. Um, thinking about how we were still, at the end of the day, there was this really beautiful taxi ride that we had. And the taxi driver had lost his mom, I think when he was 12. And he was like, dude, you're so lucky to have your mom for this adventure. And it was just really telling to say, yes, maybe the adventure didn't go quite as planned. It wasn't the the... the fairy tale vacation that I want to show my mom, but that the real key isn't about having the fairy tale vacation. It's more about just spending that time together, having those adventures and having those kind of extended periods of time when you run out of kind of the regular day-to-day -day stuff to talk about. And so you kind of then have these opportunities to kind of dive into deeper things when, um, you, after you've caught up, you know what I mean? Because normally time when, when you call parents or friends, whatever you're doing, you're playing catch up most of the time. When you have these extended periods of time, um, every year, every few years, I try to do this with my dad as well. And once you kind of run out of the, the greatest hits and the catch ups, it gives you that time just to kind of really dive into um, some beautiful, beautiful uh, things together that, that, those those topics or things that you don't always get a chance to to ask about or talk about so that was really cool so that brings us back to the present day what's kind of up and coming what's been on my mind where we at with it all so the the way things are breaking down is um i i feel like i've i've really enjoyed making making the beats and learning how to mix vocals and making tracks and just having a blast with it. But the one piece that I think has been missing from this whole thing, because I am such a DIY guy, I love doing things myself, but the one thing I want to do more is collaboration. So I've been trying to incorporate a lot more of that into both my my, my workflow and also just reaching out to people, just shooting shots, sliding in DMs. Hey, I love what you're making. Would love to you know work on some tracks together. Any sort of thing like that. Anybody who I who I think is dope and want to work with, um, I really I really feel like there's I'm at a point in my career which is really exciting because I finally have this this kind of ability to create 
all by myself, which is really dope. I can do it totally solo, but really now wanting to push those comfort zones and getting input, getting the feedback from others to really help, uh, I think, push those boundaries that I find so often I fall into. I think I I, I like to push myself and, and really listen to new inspirations and try to find new creative outlets with the music, but with other people, there's a there's a piece of it that's that's exciting, kind of crafting something for somebody else um, that I that I think is really fun. So that's kind of the new the new phase. This next chapter will be I'm still doing the song a week, dropping the song a week. Um, but this next chapter it'll be more working with people, and also another thing I want to dive into more that I've really been having fun with is this vocal mixing kind of journey that I've been on of learning how to mix vocals. And just audio engineering in general, I've really kind of gone down the rabbit hole. And so there's a whole piece to the audio engineering that I've been loving and that I, I've been teaching music production for a while and I enjoy that, but I've been really passionate about teaching audio engineering now. And again, you don't have to be the world's foremost renowned expert when it comes to, to a skill to be able to teach it. You just have to have uh, the fundamentals down. And often what happens is... Um, that people don't want necessarily all the secrets. What people want is a, they want accountability and they want feedback. So that's just kind of an update for, for where I'm at with my own stuff, my own music still um, really enjoying uh, the teaching, but also still, you know, always in the back of my mind, keeping that, um, that dream alive headline Madison square garden. Um, and as far-fetched as it seems, I think the real key for me is thinking less about actually, I talk about this sometimes, it's, le- it's less about sometimes achieving the dream and more about uh, if you're working towards that dream consistently every day. And if you spent that time consistently working towards it, then you are winning. And that really is the key, is it's less about getting somewhere, achieving something, and actually just if you're spending the time and the effort pursuing the thing, to me, that's a win. And so, yes, I'm starting from ground zero, taking over Madison Square Garden, but at the same time, life is short, and I'm thinking, um, you know, why not shoot for the moon and and then see how far you can go? Maybe it's in the cards, maybe it's not, but at least give it a shot, right? So that's kind of something I've been thinking about is uh, if I, rather than accomplishing things, how am I spending my time? And if I'm spending my time working on what I want to, um, if I'm, first of all, I'm spending time on what I want to, because that's important, having that kind of ownership, not autonomy, but also spending time chipping away at that goal. And that brings me to another point, another kind of project I've been working on is this YouTube channel, is the Beat School YouTube channel, because I as much as I love making my own own tunes, I love teaching it as well. And this is something that I've been wanting to dive into. And I think when it comes to business, a cool idea is to test ideas before you have a business plan and some sort of crazy idea about it and, and investing all this money is just to try it, try it for a weekend, see if you get any results. And so one thing that I've been doing is with the Beat School YouTube channel is creating these vocal templates because I know when I didn't know how to mix, I really wanted to buy vocal templates and I did. And then it kind of helped me figure out how to mix better. So you could just kind of plug and play and keep it rocking and rolling with those. And so what I did was I started this Beat School YouTube channel and it'll have music production stuff on it eventually. But for now it's just vocal templates. 
and I'm, I'm kind of creating a vocal template and then showing you kind of the walkthrough how to do it. And when I had like 13 subscribers, I was already making sales. And so I was like, okay, that's a really good sign. And now how do we build on it from there? So just a little, a little uh, inspiration for me too is to say, okay, how can we get this working now rather than building out some crazy huge funnel first and then seeing if there's if there's proof in the pudding, like actually get some evidence that whatever you're doing works and then take it from there. And um, that's been a big learning experience for me because before in the past, I would always build everything out first and then it would fail and then <laughs> you wasted a lot of time for nothing. But needless to say, that's kind of where I'm at. That's what I'm up to is we're chasing the dream, making tunes, out here in Mexico eating tacos um, and building up my YouTube channel, doing the damn thing and doing the courses, the Beat Bootcamp, and soon we'll be launching. I'm in the midst of launching kind of the Beat Bootcamp equivalent for the mixing audio engineering side of things. So that's where Kia is at. That's where I'm at in my headspace, some things I've been working on, got some other thoughts on stuff I'll, I've been working through. I kind of want to talk to you about next time. And because I want to also do like more music reviews and stuff like that, like kind of what I've been listening to and different albums that have come out that I think are dope. But since I was with mom, I wasn't listening to a ton of music. So I'm going to put a pause on that part. And instead, we're just going to answer a couple listener Q&As. So this one is by uh, Timology. He said, or she said, so I'm already a rapper but I'd like to start producing beats as well. Which doll would you recommend sample packs? Also any tips for starters? I watch plenty of tips of YouTube videos, but any tips would be useful. So when it comes to starting out music production, there are honestly any audio engineering, anything with audio, one of my biggest pieces of advice is start doing as fast as possible. You want to, yes, watch YouTube tutorials, but then as fast as possible, start implementing those into your game. And another thing that I recommend is when it comes to DAWs, all of that is to try stuff. So have a set aside some time for experimentation, maybe a week, maybe a week and a half, maybe a couple of days, maybe a weekend, whatever it is, to just try some different DAWs. Because I started in GarageBand, like we most of us do, and then moved to Logic, and then moved to Machine, and then eventually stumbled on Ableton, and then moved to Reason, and then moved to Ableton, and now I'm an Ableton fanatic, but I wished I had just experimented with all of them and started with Ableton, because it would have been so much easier. But that's my whole point. There is no one best DAW. The best DAW is the one that works best for how you think. The two that I recommend are FL Studio and Ableton. One, because there's the most educational material out there for those two. FL Studio is really fun just to use, intuitive, Ableton, it has a very different setup, but it's also very intuitive if that's how your brain works. That's just how my mind works. It was the first doll I picked up, and just everything kind of felt like it made sense, and it was all just kind of where it was supposed to be, which is kind of a beautiful thing, and that's eventually what you want, is to feel like you connect with your software, and that it's not something where you have to think about it, and you're kind of struggling against it. You just kind of want to fuse in it, have the idea, and be able to paint it on the canvas as you go. When it comes to other beginner tips, um, a huge beginner tip I cannot stress enough, I don't know why y'all beginners are slacking on this still, is Splice, dude. Shout out Splice. They are the biggest game changer to my music production. It was, it was night and day, straight up, because they have all the best drum samples from all your favorite producers, all their packs are on there. It has all of these melody samples, so you don't have to try to create melodies if you don't like melody, if you aren't good at melody. It has everything listed by BPM key. It has loops. 
it's just it has rent you can rent really dope software from there and so it was just it's an incredible superpower to me and i don't make a beat without splice samples i mean it um it really did completely change my my entire sound in the way that i approach making beats as well because now i don't have to worry about all of the effects and adding things to the drums because i'm already if i'm already using illmind drums if i'm using drums from murder beats or boy wonder Chances are they already have effects. I don't need to do anything to them. So you're just able to just drop them in there. And when you mix them, they already sound dope, which is so cool. I mean, it's kind of cheating, but it's not. Because um, as long as what comes out of the speakers is dope and it gets people to move and shake their booty, that's really what matters. So that is what I highly recommend is um, splice when it comes to if you're looking for samples, if you're ready to just kind of plug and play and start getting rocking and rolling, that's a huge one. Another piece of advice that I have for people who are just starting out with production, and you said this as well, you're watching plenty of YouTube YouTube tutorials, is have some sort of a plan. Have some sort of an idea where you want to go because if you're just watching YouTube tutorials, the chances are you're going to stumble into some really advanced concepts that you don't actually need when you're first starting out. So this is why I recommend having some sort of a plan, an action plan in place. This is why I have the Beat Bootcamp, a shameless plug here. If you do want to learn how to make beats um, and you're starting out, check out the Beat Bootcamp. It's at beatschoolonline.com. Um, and I have also a ton of free producer training there. I have a really cool four-part series that will get you rocking and rolling completely free. Check that out. But um, that really is a key, is having some sort of a structured plan to kind of get you in motion because you can watch videos all day but unless you're actually implementing these ideas, it doesn't do you any good to have the knowledge and not know how to apply it. And a lot of this is just gonna come down from trial and error, from really trying a lot of things, having them fail or having them work, understanding that, and then, and then kind of practicing that over and over. It takes years um, in order to really get good at that and know the kind of decisions you need to make, but you can shortcut that with a program like Beat Bootcamp and other cool stuff out there. Um, Another last and final piece of advice for people starting out when it comes to music production and honestly audio engineering too. Um, this one is huge. Steal. I mean it. Steal. Uh, steal like an artist. That's a beautiful thing. Um, figure out drum patterns, melodies, things that you hear in beats that you love. Take a couple minutes, listen to three, four, five tracks and analyze them tracks that you love and analyze why you love them. Is it the bounce? Is it the melodies? Is it the way they're mixed? Is it the sound choices? Like what is it about these tracks? And then steal from them. I steal from, I steal all the time. Like I'll hear, I'll hear a Travis Scott song and I'll take those drums and I'll, I'll maybe make the exact same drum pattern. I'll steal the drum pattern, but I'll do it with future funk drum sounds. I'll speed it up and I'll add, I'll make my own future funk track out of it. But it was all from the bop from a Travis Scott, maybe drum track, or I'll take a Drake track, right? I was listening to Started From The Bottom the other day. I was like, this is so cool. It's got such a bounce. Started From The Bottom now. So I took those drums, stole them, straight up jacked the, the, the bounce, the pattern, right? I changed a couple things, tweaked them, made them my own, and then I made like some cool retro like synth pop vibes over those drums. And that's really the key is taking inspiration, stealing, and then iterating on it. And when you can steal like an artist, you also start to understand the importance of um, what, the, what these decisions these other creative people are doing 
and then you're able to implement those into your own game. Same with audio engineering. If you are mixing tracks, mastering, whatever, have that as a reference track. Like listen to their track and then listen to your track back and forth, boom, 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 back and forth a ton of times while you're mixing your track. Try to get your track to sound identical to theirs. Whenever I'm creating these templates for you guys or I'm, I'm, I'm recreating these songs, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm saying, okay, I love this Tory Lane song. Let me make my own version. I'll write my own song. I'll kind of make my own style of the beat. Maybe I'll jack the drum pattern, make my own beat, write my own song, kind of in that same lane. And then when I mix it though, I'm going to try to mix it exactly to how Tori's has it or Tori sounds. And then once I kind of achieve that sound, that's when I make that vocal template. That That's kind of what I walk you guys through is I say, how can I have, how can I put my own spin on something that I already love? Because that's where my inspiration comes from. And that's why I never have beat block. I never have creative block. I'm able to create songs every single week, two, three, four, five songs every week and drop this song a week for the song a week challenge because I'm always inspired. I'm always listening to new music, always have new inspiration, and then just kind of I take it, put my own spin on it, and roll with it. So there's a little bit of a, a quick and dirty Q&A for you guys who are just getting started with your music production. Again, check out Beat School online, um, thebeatbootcamp.com. If you have questions for the next episode, email me, kia at kiaorion.com. Slide in the DM on IG. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have other music production questions, check out the music production podcast, Beat School, because you're already listening. But this one is going to be creative contact where I'm talking about where I'm at, what we're doing to level up, different breakthroughs I've had, as well as music reviews and some music advice, dear Q&As. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you even made it this far, you're a real one. Appreciate you rocking with the boy. Check you next time. Peace.